You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to this week's episode of Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. You're listening to your host, Dr. Robin Gansert. Thank you so much for joining us. Today, we're live from the lovely Mar-a-Lago Club in Palm Beach, Florida, where we're celebrating the kickoff to our annual Hero Dog Awards campaign, celebrating heroes on both ends of the leash. And today, we're so thrilled to have celebrities joining us as we celebrate these incredible canine hero dogs. Today, you're going to be visiting with Harley, the top American hero dog for 2015. Harley is an amazing example of hope and certainly a story of what America needs to know in terms of the abuses in puppy mills. So I'm so delighted to bring to you today, Harley. We have the incredible Beth Stern, who's with us today. Beth Stern, you know, Grace's magazine covers and continues to work as a TV host correspondent. And our listeners know that one of her greatest passions is animals. And certainly that's led to her wonderful role as host of Hallmark Channel's Kitten Bowl. And now our co-host for the Hero Dog Awards for a third year in a row for 2016. Maureen Callahan is also joining us today. Maureen is an editor and a writer at the New York Post, covering everything from Lower East Side to local and national politics. She's especially covered some articles of great interest to our listeners on military working dogs. We're so thrilled today to honor Maureen with the American Humane Association's highest honor, our National Humanitarian Medal for her courageous reporting on the true life cases of military working dogs when they return from the front lines of war. Friends, I know you'll be moved by Maureen's uh, incredible, passionate remarks. Donatella Arpaia is here with us today as well. Donatella is a TV personality, a restaurateur, cookbook author, and she's best known as Food Network's Iron Chef America and the next Iron Chef. She's a regular contributor to NBC's Today, where she offers her culinary expertise and mouth-watering recipes. She's also owner of the critically acclaimed Cafe Restaurant in New York City. We're so thrilled to introduce you to Donatella. And today we also are joined by comedian Dave Koenig. Dave is a three-time Emmy Award-winning comedian known for his many TV appearances. Louis C.K. fans know Koenig as Matchy, the club owner on the hit show Louis, and Koenig has won Emmys for his funny man under the street reports on the TV series Subway Q&A. And of course, he's hosted and produced the cult hit talk show classic, The Dave Koenig Show for USA Networks. And his first book is coming out next year. So you're going to have a wonderful time today hearing from these passionate animal advocates about their love for hero dogs. So I'm so thrilled that you've joined us for this week's episode. To learn more about our Hero Dog Awards, and particularly to stay tuned for those dogs nominated, visit HeroDogAwards.org today. The stories will be soon available, and the voting portal will soon open, and all of America is welcome to vote for their favorite hero dog. We'll be right back after this brief message. You're listening to Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. 
People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our chicken rolled food as a meal or shred it as a topper. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. I'm Scott Sowers. This is Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. We're coming at you live today from Palm Beach at the Hero Dog Awards Gala Luncheon, where we're celebrating heroes on both ends of the leash. And I'm so happy to be joined today by a woman who really needs no introduction. She's all over the Food Network and Home Shopping Network, and you've seen her everywhere. She's one of America's greatest culinary icons, and she's a true animal lover. I'm so pleased to be joined by Donatella Arapaya. Thank you so much, Donatella. Thank you. I am so thrilled to be here today. So, I know you wouldn't be here if you weren't an animal lover, so tell us a little bit about your experience growing up with animals, and I know you work with a dog rescue group as well. Yeah, so as a child, my parents had this irrational fear of having dogs in the home, so I always felt left out by that. All I got was a fish tank. As I got older, I did rescue a dog, and now my cousin is on the board of directors of Forgotten Friends of Long Island. I grew up in Long Island, and it's an animal rescue dealing with all the abused, neglected animals. It provides foster care, everything good. And I'm really involved. And she opened my eyes to all the neglect and horrifying stories of abuse. So I think that the more awareness you create, I think there are so many, for all the bad people out there, there's so many good people. And once we create awareness, I think people are encouraged to do something. And what a great What a great event to be a part of. I mean, it's amazing to be here today and to be surrounded by dogs, not only that love, but save lives. Yeah, Save Lives is really what our Hero Dog Awards is all about. They do so many extraordinary things. I know you had the opportunity to just meet JJ and and Axel, the last two service dogs of the year at the Hero Dog Awards, and they each have very unique skill sets, but they're saving their handlers' lives every day. I mean, the statistics are amazing. I was reading about how these dogs, sometimes I think for each dog, they can save up to 300 lives. And thankfully now there's a program to ensure that these dogs come back because a lot of times they were being left. And that's just a crime. So it's just wonderful to know that they're afterwards they're being treated humanely. Yeah, and that's uh, you're speaking about the National Defense Authorization Act, which is uh, legislation that American Humane Association advocated last year, signed by the president on Thanksgiving Eve, that guarantees all military working dogs a retirement in U.S. soil and gives their former handlers the first right at adoption. Yes, we got rid of that word may, correct? That optional word. Yes, the word shall. It's, it's one word is all it took. Yes, it's, it's just exciting. I'm so proud that this was finally done. It's amazing to even think about the fact that after the service, a lot of the times these soldiers would have to use their own money to bring them back and oftentimes had to be left there. So thankfully they're back here where they belong. Yeah, and we'll have coming up on the show uh, Maureen Callahan, who's a, a writer and editor with the New York Post. And American Humane Association gave her our National Humanitarian Medal Award today for the work that she did to help reunite a battle buddy team. And you'll hear a little bit more about that on today's show. 
I'm, I can't wait. I'm excited about today. I'm excited to go spend money on some auction items, and I can't wait to meet all the, the dogs. I kind of fell in love with Axel just now. I might steal him, actually. As Robin always says, she's Amer- Axel's American Humane Association's favorite employee. So as one of his coworkers, we're all a little jealous, but we love Axel, and he does great work. So thank you so much for joining us, Donatella. Thank you. Thank you. So happy to be here. Can't wait for the event. I'm Scott Sowers, coming at you live from the Mar-a-Lago Club in Palm Beach at the Hero Dog Awards Luncheon. And I'm happy to now be joined by an Emmy Award-winning comedian, Dave Koenig, who just delighted the crowd today with his hilarious stand-up set. Dave, thanks so much for joining us. Well, it's a pleasure to be joined by you. This is what a great event for the, for the animals and for the people who are with the animals and for all living creatures who are alive here at this event. It's fantastic. Yeah, so are you a dog lover yourself, or do you have any pets? I live in an apartment in the Bronx, and I have seven animals in the house. I have, I have a dog, a cat, a turtle, and I have four kids. And two of them are teenagers, so that counts as twice. So it's like nine animals in the house. Well, you know, American Humane Association is the only organization in the country that works the, for the protection of both kids and animals. So Dave is definitely living our mission every day. I'll tell you, I, I was so honored. I met one of the guys uh, before the event. I met one of the fellows who was in the Black Hawk Down incident, you know, and he was telling me all about the great work that the American Humane Association is doing for the, uh, for the service dogs. I think this is phenomenal, and more people need to know about this. It's an, an incredible, incredible thing for our servicemen. Yeah, you're talking about Sergeant Matt Eversman. He's our, one of our national ambassadors, and Dave's talking about our Wags for Patriots program, and the, the statistics are stunning. 184 new cases cases of PTSD diagnosed every single day. It's incredible. And I think we're doing this event today on Super Tuesday, you know, here at Mar-a-Lago. And uh, so I I think there's going to be plenty of PTSD going around the country uh, very, very soon. So this is a great thing you're doing. Well, it's it's definitely going to be an interesting day. You know, this is not a political show, so we'll we'll steer clear from that, you know, but uh, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But uh, I know all of our listeners certainly have have opinions but Dave so tell me you know when you're not down here in Florida Florida doing stand-up at charity events like ours tell me what what it's like being Dave Koenig you know being Dave Koenig is one of the most exciting things you can imagine uh, Dave Koenig is uh, you know I run a, a great organization <laughs> it's huge Dave Koenig Industries no I'm a comic I travel around and I get on planes and I go places and I tell jokes and then people get me money and then I go home this is my life this is what I do. That sounds like quite a life. Well, Dave, thanks so much for joining us today, and uh, and take care. Scott, this is going to be one of the most historic interviews in the history of podcasting. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to all the reviews. Thank you. We're here celebrating America's Hero Dogs, and our next guest, they are the proud, proud parents of the 2015 American Hero Dog, Harley, the one-eyed chihuahua who's on a big, big mission to save dogs who suffered like him in puppy mills and i'm so pleased to be joined today by dan and rudy taylor thanks so much for joining us here in palm beach guys hi scott how are you thank you scott i'm doing great i i hope uh, you and i hope harley's doing well harley's doing wonderfully he always amazes his doctors he's got several doctors all specialists and you know every time he sees them they come out shaking their head and they're like i can't believe this dog's still alive you know and it's like he's just he's on a mission you know he's He's going to hang in there. That is so true. You can really see it in his in his eye. He's so passionate about about saving lives, as, as both of you are. You know, we've done a couple events with you guys in Los Angeles and Washington, D.C., New York, and, and now Palm Beach, and it's amazing. Harley has followers all over the country. You always do these meet and greets with Harley's fans. They're so passionate. They love 
the dog and love the work he's doing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and typically the meet and greets will have about maybe 50 to 100, 200 people. Um, One event had 2,000 people that came to see Harley. Wow, that's incredible. It really is incredible. And actually, after this event today, he's going to have a meet and greet here in Palm Beach. And this all comes uh, just after last week. Uh, At the end of last week, we saved 115 dogs from puppy mills across the Midwest. And that was all sponsored by Harley. So talk a little bit about what you guys did last week, what what that event was like. Well, you know, we left Colorado Springs on Thursday morning with uh, three vans and nine people. We drove across Kansas. We went down into Arkansas, rescued several dogs there, up into Missouri, traveled around Missouri a bit, picking up dogs along the way, and hurried home the next day. So over the course of two and a half days, we drove a little over 2,000 miles and saved 115 dogs from puppy mills. So where are those dogs now? Those dogs are now at the National Mill Dog Rescue Facility, which is just outside of Colorado Springs, where they're getting all the veterinary care they need, and some might need a little bit of rehab, but then they're all going to be available for adoption. So uh, basically, they're experiencing freedom for the first time in their lives. So if any of our listeners are interested in adopting one of these dogs, is there a website they can go to or any social media page or anything like that? Yes, uh, National Mill Dog Rescue's website is milldogrescue.org. So what do you guys have up on the horizon? I know 115 dogs, is, but that's probably just a, a, a day in the life of the Taylors and Harley. What's, what's next for you guys? Well, you know, we've spent about, I guess, about the last five years now trying to create awareness around the world about puppy mills. And now we're just really ready to step it up and come up with some really big campaign, big awareness campaign. We don't have anything specific planned. We do have Hops and Harley, which is in Harley's hometown of Berthoud, Colorado, coming up on June 25th. That's really big, a huge event, thousands of people. But um, other than that, you know, we're just spreading awareness. We're saving dogs and trying to get people to adopt, not shop. And, you know, we're looking every day for new opportunities, you know, different ways to create awareness and help save these dogs. That's really what it's all about, awareness, saving lives. American Humane Association has lived that mission every day since 1877 and will continue to as long as animals and kids out there need us. So, Dan, Rudy, Harley, thank you so much for joining us and enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Thank you, Scott. Thanks a lot, Scott. And we'll be right back with more on Pet Life Radio. This is Be Humane. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. When I adopted her, she was a mess. Scabs, itching, licking, missing fur, hot spots, a thin, dull coat. So I take the dog to the vet for the standard run-of-the-mill tests and treatments. No results. I hear your advertisement on the radio. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. So I get the five-pound box of Dynavite and the Lico Chops within a four-week total. Instead of a German Shedder, I have a German Shepherd. Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of shiny, smooth, happy dog for life because she gets fed Dynavite. And the results, they're just incredibly outstanding. And she loves it. When you rescue a dog, you have to do the right thing. You've got to feed him right for life. Do the Dynavite. Dynavite for life. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet 
Welcome back to Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. We're here in Palm Beach at the Hero Dog Awards Luncheon, and I'm joined now today by an American Humane Association national ambassador. And if you've ever seen the movie Black Hawk Down, Josh Hartnett's character is based on the, the story of my next guest, Sergeant Matthew Eversman, who's an American hero, and we're so grateful for all the work he's done for his country and for American Humane Association. Thanks so much, Matt. Man, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much on a beautiful day for a great event. Yeah, it's uh, couldn't ask for a better day. Not a cloud in the sky. Uh, it's beautiful. Everyone seems to be having a great time. So as a national ambassador, talk a little bit about your involvement with our organization. Yeah, you know, this, this ambassadorship with AHA has been uh, a blossoming experience for me, to be honest. I was introduced to AHA about a year and a half ago, truly knowing nothing more than the name. And what kind of got me to say yes versus dismissing another a nonprofit to get involved with was this whole notion of bringing military working dogs and their handlers back together after a deployment. And I am, you know, was not a handler. I didn't I had some dogs with us, but I didn't know anything more than what a cool cause and what a great idea that we're bringing these these two um, warriors together. And so I wanted to learn more and of course I got to meet Robin and Robin's team and a little more about AHA and realize this is a, such a wonderful organization that would let allow my wife, Tori, and me to help out and be, you know, spread this good news about what a great organization we have here. So that's a lot in a, in a, or a little in a lot of time about how we came to the AHA and why we love doing it. This year, 2016, we're celebrating 100 years of working with our military. We got our start back on the battlefields of World War I. We were sent over at the direction of the U.S. Secretary of War to treat the animals who were involved in World War I. We were caring for, at one point, 68,000 horses a month. And since then, we've developed a number of programs to help active-duty men and women, active-duty military dogs, and, of course, veteran dogs and veteran handlers and their families. And so... so a big program component of that, as Matt was just talking about, is our Canine Battle Buddies program. So we've we've reunited 21 teams. We've got more on the way, and you know. So I think I know one of your passions also, as as a veteran, is is working with uh, veterans with PTS. Can you talk a little bit about what you've seen with how service dogs can improve lives? Yeah, and again, this goes into one of those. You really don't have to be a subatomic physicist or a behavioral therapist to realize the need for physical, emotional, and mental care for veterans, particularly in the last 15 years in our, our global war on terror. And having, having experienced it, seeing some of my soldiers struggle, watching this very natural, almost holistic healing that takes place between the dog and the handler is, uh, I'm sure there are smarter people that have the empirical data to, to support it, but, I mean, it's magical. It's nothing short of magical. And when I say that, you know, I, I've said this to a million people a million times, that these young men and women that we have have sent overseas to, to fight evil people and chase them down are coming home completely different. And that is not always bad or always good, but it just, they're going to be different. And I don't know that our human psyche is meant to process some of the most violent and horrific things that these men and women see and do. Short, short story to this is that we have an obligation to support these men and women, again, physically, emotionally, and mentally. And and this service dog program, I, I think, has got to be one of the greatest contributors to the success of treating these soldiers with PTS. And Again, I don't know all the medical and clinical terminology other than what you see with your own eyes, and we'll see it here today with these working dogs and their handlers are kids that are 
literally been transformed that have come back to life and that's just a, a beautiful thing to be a part of yeah and you know we've we've had captain jason haig our national director of military affairs on the show before with his service dog axel and and they're, they're living proof of it jason at one time was on 32 different medications and now he's only on two and that's all he needs for the rest of his life other than his service dog axel his, his hero dog axel yeah no it is and sadly you know, when you start, though, looking at numbers, 15 years of war, the number of bodies, when I say bodies, I mean soldier bodies that have deployed to Iraq, Afghanistan, Africa, it doesn't matter, you know, are probably more than 3 million now. And, you know, the number of wounded, catastrophic wounds, you know, loss of life or limb that are visible is 60, 70,000. When you look at the non-visible wounds, you know, almost impossible to tell. And then you talk about those struggling with the TBIs and, and the post-traumatic stress. We could be talking very easily a third. I mean, you know, you could make an argument 800 to a million, 800,000 to a million soldiers have a need. And again, this program of, of bringing the dogs into this mix, I just think it's it's worth hearing and it's worth sharing and it's worth exposing people to about this program and the need for it. I think it's great. Speaking of something worth sharing, I understand your wife, who's also an American Humane Association ambassador, Tori Eversman, has just released a new book, and it's going to be holding a book signing coming up in our Palm Beach office. Tell us a little bit about her book. And Yeah, no, this is, um, well, you, they, I think AHA got the, the better end of the deal by bringing Tori Eversman on, because she is just a magnificent, in all of her all lenses that look at Tori Eversman, so she's magnificent, and I'm certainly blessed for that she's my bride. But Tori wrote a novel called The Immortals, uh, and it is the story of a woman who is left behind while her husband is deployed to the front lines of the war in, in Iraq, and it's loosely based off uh, her and my experience. I can't give away the end of the story because this is novel, but we have been very, very, very adamant that, or she has been very adamant that, you know, the stories that she used to tell this novel are really based off of letters that we wrote to each other throughout the course of the 15-month deployment during the surge. And so the thought was that this wouldn't get lost. You could put it into a novel, and maybe some readers could take a look and, and get a glimpse about really what it's like to be on the other side of that of the battlefield. And uh, it's a significant, very powerful book, and we're just so delighted that it's come out. And again, it's called The Immortals. You can get it on Amazon, and we're looking forward to being over in Palm Beach for the book signing. Well, thank you so much for all you and your wife do for, for not only our country, but of course for American Humane Association. We're grateful to know both of you. And check out that book, The Immortals, in, in bookstores everywhere by Tori Eversman. Matt Eversman, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you very much, Scott. Have a great, great day. And uh, we're joined today at the Hero Dog Awards luncheon right now by this afternoon's honoree. American Humane Association has our National Humanitarian Medal. It's our highest honor, and we've presented it to humanitarians who do so much good for animals and children around the world. We've presented it to, to Candy Spelling, Martha Stewart, Hallmark President Bill Abbott, who has championed our Hero Dog Awards. And now I'm joined by New York Post reporter Maureen Callahan, who has written so much about military working dogs and a couple of very heartbreaking cases but she's helped make some reunions possible so thank you so much for joining us today Maureen. Thank you so much for having me and for this incredible honor. So tell me about just a couple weeks ago you published a major expose in the New York Post on a military dog contractor named K2 Solutions. Tell us a little bit about what the situation is with K2. 
K2 Solutions is a North Carolina-based private company that basically deals in military working dogs. They work in concert with the United States Army, United States Marine Corps. They train the animals. They sell them to the military. They are deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan where they serve with their military handlers. So you have these human and canine veterans who form a deep and profound bond while they are serving our nation. All veterans are promised that if they are a dog handler, when they return and are out of the service and the dogs are demilitarized, that they can have the right sort of of first refusal to adopt. What I found is going on is that, in fact, the Army and K2 Solutions are working in concert to keep these dogs out of the hands of their rightful owners, their fellow veterans, and instead are rehoming these dogs to civilians who want them as status symbols. What is key, I think, for a lot of people to understand is that these canines are veterans in the same way that their human handlers are veterans. They come back suffering physical wounds. All the dogs have come back with PTS, and it is equally important for the dogs to be with their handlers as it is for their handlers to be with their dogs. Yeah, and we, we totally agree, which is why we were on Capitol Hill last year advocating for inclusion in the 2016 National Defense Authorization Act language that would guarantee that, that provision for those dogs to be reunited with their handlers and for them to have retirement here on U.S. soil. And one of the big reasons why we honored you today with the National Humanitarian Medal was the work you did to help cause a national call to action to reunite Army Specialist Brent Gromit and his battle buddy, military working dog Matty. Tell us a little bit about that situation and what happened there. I got a call from Brent's father, Don, a little over a year ago, and he sort of explained to me what was going on and the dire straits that his son was in. He uh, was also battling PTSD and had lost the will to keep searching for Maddie. So his parents, Don and Debbie, kept going and kept going. I began looking into the dog's last movements and where he could possibly be, was able to find the dog, uh, and helped to reunite Brent with Maddie. Debbie, Brent's mom, is here today, and I just met her. If people really could understand just how profound that bond is, you know, she said that she had been in fear that she was going to lose her son, and the moment that he was reunited with Maddie was when the moment his life began to go on the upswing, and today he's engaged, and he's about to buy a house, and his life is is really stabilizing, and he just wants what all veterans want. They're not asking for much, and we have been letting them down left and right. And unfortunately, Maddie is feeling a bit under the weather today, so they were unable to, Brent and Maddie were unable to travel here to Florida, so we wish them all the best wherever they're listening to today's show. As Maureen mentioned, we have Brent's mother, Debbie, here on his behalf, and, and I know that's been a very emotional day for her. And right after they were reunited, a couple months after, Debbie wrote Robin a letter just talking all about how much his life had been improved, just the changes she had seen in her son, how he had been withdrawn and very quiet, but now he's a, a vivacious person, just living life to the fullest. And as Maureen said, he's, he's got a lot of great things going on for him right now. Yeah, and as you and I were discussing, you know, there's so much talk on Capitol Hill and in the media about the costs of these wars and how we can best help our veterans and can we afford the billions and trillions of dollars. And 
what I have found and in my reporting, and I'm sure what you all have found in your work through this wonderful association, is that there is no cheaper, faster, more direct and beneficial therapy for human and canine veterans than for them to be together. We've had a number of reunited dog teams on this show, and it's and it's astounding the way their lives have been improved once they've they've had these dogs back in their lives because they they live and they fight together sometimes they only have each other out in, on the battlefields and so to have them back in their home to live out retirement is is really the very least we can do for them it's the very least we can do for them and i think that part of the conversation we need to begin having is to recognize that these canines are veterans and this country needs to treat them in the way that we should also be treating our, our human veterans. Yeah, it's, it's well said. And American Humane Association this year is celebrating 100 years of working with the military, not just active duty men and women, but animals as well, and of course veterans. And so we have a number of programs that we're working on to help more and more of these veterans just live better lives. So thank you so much for joining us today, Maureen. Congratulations on your award. It's extremely well-deserved, and uh, best of luck to you. Thank you so much for having me, and I am beyond honored to accept this award. And we will be right back on Pet Life Radio. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. You love your dog and getting kisses from them. But their breath can be downright stanky. Knock out their smelly breath with Stank Be Gone. Stank Vegan is made with natural ingredients to eliminate their bad breath while helping to reduce plaque and tartar. Just add a capful to your dog's drinking water. Stank Vegan is only $19.95. Use promo code STANK to receive a second bottle for just $5. Go to stankvegan.com today. That's stankvegan.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. This is Dr. Robin Gansard, and you're listening to Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. Wow, what a day. This gala luncheon kicking off our annual campaign to find heroes on both ends of the leash has been spectacular. So much joy, so much love in the room. And today we were celebrating our 2014 Service Hero Dog of the Year, JJ. Once a shelter dog, this small hero was rescued, trained, and partnered with a precious girl named KK, a young girl suffering from a very rare condition, which can cause severe and life-threatening reactions for her. This dog and the gifted nose can detect when reactions are about to occur, alerting KK's parents that her life might be in danger. You know, when KK needed surgery, doctors requested that the dog be present in the operating room to keep her alive. Though KK knows her dog doesn't have a medical degree or even a pedigree, JJ is one of the most powerful tools for doctors to keep her alive. JJ won the service dog category at the 2014 Hero Dog Awards, and we're so thrilled that today we celebrated the powerful partnership of KK and JJ, really humane angels at both ends of the leash. 
course, we were also joined by our 2015 Service Dog of the Year, Axel. Six years ago, now retired Marine Captain Jason Haig was diagnosed with PTS and traumatic brain injury after returning from multiple combat tours in the Middle East. When he finally made it home, he was in a constant state of severe depression and agony. He struggled with the alcohol abuse and took more than 30 medications to deal with his condition. In 2012, his wife, a humane hero herself, urged him to seek help, which is how he met his lifesaver, a German shepherd named Axel. Every soldier is paired up with the battle buddy, and these days, battle buddies are not another Marine, but Axel. Day in and day out, Axel is by his side, ensuring that he's in a constant state of peace and not fear. Sometimes, all it takes, listeners, is a little nudge from Axel to remind Jason that he's out of the combat zone. Other times, Axel goes into full activation mode, using training to remove Captain Haig from an environment when a panic attack is beginning. When Jason met Axel, the dog was one week away from being put down in a shelter. And now, Captain Haig often talks about who rescued him. You know, Axel won our 2015 Service Hero Dog Category of the Year. Really proud that Axel was here with us today. And of course, Harley. Harley, the 2015 Top American Hero Dog. Harley, we all know his story. He spent 10 years, friends, living in a small cage in a puppy mill before he was rescued and found a loving home. His journey of physical and emotional healing inspired a campaign called Harley to the Rescue, which has raised the funds to save and provide medical care for more than 500 dogs from puppy mills over the past two years. Harley is a hero. He personally goes on these rescue missions, and there's no doubt that he's keenly aware of what is happening. There's something indescribable in the way this pint-sized chihuahua communicates with thousands and scared and frightened dogs. Harley makes public appearances now, especially in his reign of Hero Dog of the Year with schools and other community events where he gladly accepts love and attention from everyone. Harley's appearance today is a testament to the care and nurturing that he'd never received while in a puppy mill. Harley is really a voice for thousands of breeding dogs still living in these facilities. He took home our top prize at the Hero Dog Awards, winning our title American Hero Dog, as well as winning his own category, Emerging Hero Dog. This year's campaign for the top hero dog in eight different working categories is officially on its way. And today we're celebrating the kickoff of some of America's best stories of hope, healing, and compassion. Thank you, friends, for tuning in and stay tuned to uh, the entire Hero Dog Awards campaign as we go throughout uh, the months ahead as America votes and America celebrates the best examples of heroes on both ends of the leash. Remember, friends, this week and every week to be humane. Tune in next week for another exciting episode from American Humane Association on Be Humane with Dr. Robin Ganser. Thank you for listening. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.